Welcome to the Mark Lesko Podcast. Covering the sports and fitness world. everyone welcome back to another episode of the mark and austin show once again we'll be on youtube this week Uh, i got a little better camera fortunately so my camera quality has gotten better uh close it's close to austin's uh which is good so this week we're going to be it's going to be another health uh health talk episode Uh, we're going to be talking about hydration which is extremely important uh it's something that's looked over it's like sleep you know a lot of people don't consider just how important hydration and sleep are uh hydration is important not just in the summer when you're sweating all the time it's important in the winter time too so austin uh welcome back man it's good to have you back on yeah thanks for having me mark pleasure to be back yeah man uh had a had a little breaking news story earlier i'll probably clip it to this show uh talking about lee pre signing with species nutrition and uh rx muscle and Dave Palumbo, they actually uh, saw it and commented on it, which was awesome. So that's uh, that's cool because um, I'm a huge fan of those guys. Uh, so, Austin, I'm going to let you start with uh, your knowledge on hydration, what your like, what your views on it are, the research that you've done on it, and basically, what can people do to stay hydrated? What can people do like us who work out all the time? What can they take? What can they drink? Stuff like that to uh, be properly hydrated and also uh, not be fooled into gimmicks. Uh, there's a lot of stuff out there that's just, they say that there's a certain amount of electrolytes in it and there's really not. And it's, it's not enough. You know, you may as well just drink water. It was like vitamin water uh, that, that had very little vitamins in it. It was just basically flavored water. So just stuff like that. But Austin, uh, you can take the floor. Yeah, so I'll kind of we'll kind of break this into three parts um, as, as I can see it. Uh, first one will be general hydration. Second one will be hydration for sport performance, and then thirdly, we can talk about um, intra-workout hydration and maybe also intra-workout um, carbohydrate consumption, which um, is probably something that most folks would probably want to hear about as well. Um, so first things first for general hydration. Luckily, because we live uh, in the United States and we consume a westernized diet, our consumption of salt um, in in our kind of general diet um, on average um, is usually sufficient from a salt perspective, um, which is usually the most easily manipulated uh, of the electrolytes that we will get um, from our dietary sources. Obviously, the other big one being uh, potassium from, you know, different fruits, um, different other other sources as well. Mainly fruits is probably your big one. Uh, potatoes, another big one uh, as well. Um, so those will be our, our, our two main factors there, um, our sodium, our potassium, uh, again, from pretty readily available things that we eat here um, in the United States. So for the most part, generally speaking, on average, most folks are going to get plenty of those if they're having a fairly well-balanced diet um, and consuming some of those foods. Um, you know, making sure that we're having enough 
veggies, fruits, um, complex carbohydrates like potatoes, etc. Um, usually good to go there. Um, and, and pretty much you can kind of go off of just what you're, uh, when you go to the bathroom, uh, just go in and take a peek at what color you're peeing. And if you're a, you know, mostly clear to just a slight yellow, you're usually in pretty good shape. If you're a little bit, uh, you know, more concentrated, drink a little bit more water usually is, is adequate. Um, if you are running super concentrated, um, and even discolored, uh, definitely probably have a little bit more water and probably think about consulting your, your physician. Uh, there might be something going on there. Um, just to be aware of those types of things. Um, for sport performance, um, you might want to be a bit more precise. Your uh, electrolyte requirements may be a bit higher, um, especially during rigorous activity, uh, rigorous, even rigorous, uh, rigorous weight training, or uh, especially with um, high intensity endurance type activities or, or long prolonged activity, um, especially in, you know, an area where the ambient temperature is, is higher and you're sweating more. So which, which means you're depleting more um, generally speaking on average. And again, I'm just kind of going off of um, the recommendations from the, uh, the international society of sports nutrition, the ISSN um, as far as sodium uh, in, in the fluids that you're consuming uh, generally speaking, they want you to have about 500 to 700 milligrams of sodium for every liter that you consume. Okay. Um, that's a really good ballpark, uh, for most individuals in most situations, that's your coverall. Now, again, there are fringes, um, to that range. Like if you're like an ultra marathoner, you're like a tri triathlete or things like this, um, the requirements may be higher and it will probably be a prolonged infusion of, um, electrolyte fluid as well as carbohydrate in those scenarios. Um, I would not, uh, go so far as to say that I'm an expert in that area, but I do know that those are pretty typical requirements um, for those sects of people. Um, so what we're looking at here is that 500 to 700 milligrams will probably do just fine for most people. Most folks that are weightlifting in the gym, uh, bodybuilding, powerlifting, these types of things. Um, even for most of your cardiovascular uh, bouts, that'll be a okay. You'll be you'll be just fine. Um, when it comes to adding in the electrolytes as well as the carbohydrate um, for most individuals somewhere in the neighborhood of again that 500 to 700 milligrams of sodium and also probably uh, in the neighborhood of about 30 to 40 grams of carbohydrate um, it, it, and this is kind of the situation if you're doing like two a day sessions or if you're having very long sessions in the gym let's say let's say you're, you're you know you're working out for two two and a half hours um, somewhere towards the midpoint is probably a good idea to start sipping um, some uh, some intra-workout uh, carbohydrate and electrolyte blend. Um, probably a good idea. Uh, and again, 30 to 40 grams. And I believe the ratio, I think it's still the recommended ratio, is a two to one ratio of glucose to fructose um, to maximize um, the different uh, transport mechanisms um, that are utilized, especially in the skeletal muscle. So that's really what you're looking for, uh, for most folks. Um, and also getting into a little bit of the, um, the carbohydrate intra workouts as well. Um, that's kind of the ballpark, um, that you're looking for, um, to get most of the benefit.
Yeah, one thing I want to say is, you know, we're not doctors. Um, so just got to throw that out there as a medical disclaimer, but we're both certified trainers. And like I've said before, Austin, how long have you been training slash bodybuilding? Like five years uh, at least? Co coaching? Um, yeah, I think I think this is my fifth year, if I remember correctly. Um, training myself, um, this is my 10th year okay. um, as, far as, as far as that goes. Um, so over 20 but, years. So yeah, you know, pretty been experienced nothing nothing yeah combined um you know yeah so a, a good chunk of time um as far as that goes as far as kind of looking at um how things have gone with with my clientele and and, and the greater scientific community as far as recommendations and what they what they are and what the, how they've changed and how exactly they're implemented that seems to be a really good kind of general recommendation consensus uh that covers the basis for most people again if you're an ultra marathoner or you're a triathlete or something like that or you're doing the tour de France and cycling. Um, again, that will be, um, inappropriate, um, for your needs, your needs will be greater. Um, and, and again, it's all, it's really all about, it's kind of like training where we will give you the general recommendations that will get you, uh, at least most of the way, or at least a very good start. And then you have to, you have to manipulate, those targets up or down until you find something that, that suits you as an individual um, to the best of, uh, of your capabilities. Um, that's important. There's always that individual individualization aspect of any kind of protocol or anything like that, or, you know, it, same goes for bodybuilding and how you peak person a versus person B could be very different. Um, you know, within, within, probably whatever, whatever range of, you know, whatever their homeostatic range is for salt and fluid and carbohydrate and, and all these things, you're always messing around with variables. And that's where the experience comes into play. You can kind of start with the recommendations, the general recommendation, and then you get more and more precise as you go. Uh, I think that's important. Anytime you just kind of slap Oh, you know, okay, well, we're going to go 700 milligrams all the time. We're never going to try anything else. We're not going to go a little bit higher. We're not going to go a little bit lower and see what happens. Um, I think that's a very, um, I think that's a very poor way of looking at it because you might, you might leave some hidden gems that you, you, you might find, um, you know, still covered. Um, so you, you always want to experiment a little bit, titrate up and down a little bit, again, micro adjustments and just kind of, you know, see what happens. And then, you know, you can iron out, specifics um per per individual athlete and that's that's really what we're looking for that's that's how i coach i'm sure that's how you coach um you tailor things specifically to the needs of the individual um you know you start start with a wide scope and you can you condense things as you as you learn more um it, it's really that simple so basically if your diet is correct then you're going to be plenty hydrated as long as, for, for most general population folks, if you're consuming a, a balanced, healthful diet. Um, and even, you know, even if you're, you know, as long as you're salting some things a little bit, not saying that you have to go overboard with, with the salting, obviously you can run into some, at least acutely, um, some acute, um, increases in, you know, blood pressure and these types of things, which certain individuals may need to be, be careful with. Um, 
you should be just fine. Uh, and, the, and what you don't want to do is restrict to the point of, um, you know, kind of watering down the system. That's actually a clinical condition uh, called hyponatremia, where you are actually diluting your, uh, your electrolytes to the point where um, you can have some really not so good things happen. Um, again, uh, you can, you can have some, some cardiac issues. Um, Cause again, that's all electrical neurological signaling, um, which is run through essentially electrical um, conduction down, uh, down the neurons and, and, and all these types of things. And that is, you need electrolytes. You need a proper electrolyte balance to do that. Um, so electrolyte imbalances can be um, significantly detrimental um, if they get severe enough. So, um, you know, there, there is such a thing as too little as well. So folks should be aware of that too. So basically drinking too much water can be bad. Yep. You can, it's one of those things, even water, as you, as you describe now, um, the, the poison is always in the dosage. And yes, you can, you can consume too much plain water um, that it dilutes your electrolyte balance um, on, on the low end. And then you can, you can run into some issues with a condition against called hyponatremia. Um, and there, there are some, some not so good outcomes that can come along with that. Um, you know, obviously on the milder end, you can get things like, you know, just cramps and overall lack of performance and these types of things on the severe end, you can run into some issues, uh, you know, some cardiac issues that, that you really, you really don't want to mess around with. Um, so, so to answer that question, yes, you, you can consume too much plain water. Um, but luckily in the context of a more Westernized diet where salt is very typically abundant, shouldn't really run into any issues. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So for example, I'm getting, I'll do the math here. Yeah. So I'm getting anywhere from like a half gallon to a gallon of water a day. Um, typically I'm getting it from like water bottles. I don't really drink tap water um, unless it's filtered. Like we've said before, most gym water is filtered. Like they have like a filtered water fountain, whatever. Um, my one gym just has like a water, a water dispenser. They don't have a, wa uh, a water fountain. They just have a water dispenser. Most of them are filtered. So Austin may disagree with me, um, but I only drink like bottled water because typically it's filtered. Um, it's fresh. Uh, you, you can just put it in the fridge, cool it down. And then you have, you know, I'll have typically four to five water bottles a day. Um, never really less than four, uh, sometimes more than four, like I said. So even for someone like me who works out all the time, you know, yeah, I, I get my water, but like Austin said, you can't overdo it. Um, what's important is at the end of the day, you have to look at it as health. So what makes you healthier? Um, decently healthy diet, um, at least a decently healthy diet. If your diet isn't that healthy, you need to be getting your vitamins in, um, Typical, uh, you know, multivitamin, essential fats are extremely important. Um, just your everyday vitamin C, D3, zinc, stuff like that, especially with what's been going around. Uh, like I said before, 
um, just having your vitamins alone will help your body be more hydrated because it's in a healthier state. Vitamin C is important. Um, I'm trying to get around 4,000 milligrams of that a day, which to a lot of people is pretty high, but, um, it just kind of helps. I'm sorry, 4,000 milligrams of D3 a day, 1,000, uh, milligrams of vitamin C a day. Um, got those two mixed up. So it's just important to make sure you're getting your vitamins, eating decently healthy. You're just giving your body what it needs. Like every day I try to have healthy fats. Um, I have a really good healthy fat supplement. You know, that's why we have supplements because not every day can we get an abundance of one thing. Um, the, like the healthy fat supplement that I take, it's probably like 20 pieces of fish, you know? So that's why we have supplements. Um, try to get oats every day in the form of like uh, oatmeal. Um, try to get red meat every day. Um, try to get some sort of dairy, just protein, you know, drinking a protein shake, you know, people don't always count that as part of their water for the day, but it is, it's water. Um, I had a, a kinesiology professor that I had, it was basically a gym class that I was in. He said, eating a piece of fruit can count as like a half glass of water, you know, like it's, you're getting water from an apple. So just stuff like that. Yes, you can drink too much water but it's also important to make sure that you're getting enough. And for me, six, one, two, 45, two I'm getting anywhere from like a half gallon to a gallon. So I'm getting like your standard American, um, amount, eight glasses of water a day, um, which is one water bottle is two of those. So, um, cause that's 16 ounces in one of the use Aquafina. Um, so, Basically, like Austin said, comes from diet, comes from your vitamins, but I, I can't stress enough how important essential fats are because um, multiple trainers, and I'm sure Austin would back me up on this, have seen athletes where their performance is almost at a standstill and they can't figure out why. And in most cases, it's because they're low on essential fats. That is one thing in their diet that they're low on. Um, you know, they're eating chicken, they're eating steak, they're eating rice, you know, keeping it clean, but they're low in essential fats. So that is extremely important for uh, recovery. It's extremely important for heart health. Um, keeps your blood thin, basically, like it helps prevent clotting, um, which is common with what's been going around. So, yeah, pretty much comes down to diet. Um, Austin, I want to ask you, because you and I are doing this stuff. So we're good. And, uh, you know, I, I would assume most people are staying on top of their stuff. Maybe they don't work out enough, but I would just, I'm just going to assume most people do this. So what is a good uh, drink? Uh, like, for example, I, like I try to have a banana after every workout, I'll go over to sheets and buy a banana because that's good for recovery. Potassium helps your muscles recover, helps with hydration, cramp, cramping, stuff like that. But what is a good, I guess I'll just ask you a good um, uh, electrolyte drink, um, a drink that can help keep you hydrated or help you recover from, a, from the gym? Yeah, from the gym um, probably not going to fool too many people um, with this one. And again, there, there are several different varieties. But um, as far as the sodium perspective, 
Um, your, your, your classic normal sized, uh, Gatorade gets you pretty darn close to that, that target of that, that 500 to 700. Um, and some people before, before you freak out and start shouting at me and well, Oh, you you want all the simple sugars. Maybe you do. Maybe you're having an intra workout. Maybe you do. Maybe you do want those. I don't know. Um, it depends. It depends. It depends on what you do. It depends how rigorous your workout regimen was. It depends on what you're trying to replenish. Yeah. Um, if not, you could always go with a, uh, you know, you could go with the, the, the Gatorade zero version. I've done that in the past. That's totally fine. Um, if you want to save some bucks, you can just get the, uh, you can get the tub of the powder and just make your own. Uh, that's fine. Or you can, um, you can just, some people do this. You can just salt your water. You could do that <laughs> add a, add a teaspoon of salt, um, gets you pretty close. That's fine. Yeah. Or your, or your pre-workout or, you know, whatever, add a little bit of salt, just make sure that the pre-workout doesn't have a bunch of salt in it off the, off the rip. Yeah. Um, and again, as long as you're getting in that, in that area, I think you'll be, you'll be a okay, but yeah, your, your classic Gatorade power rate stuff that that's, that's, it's pretty good. Um, it, it truly is. Um, there's a reason they've been so successful um, for so yeah, long. It's Gatorade um, for a reason. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's one of those things was literally, literally specifically created for the Florida Gators football team because regular old water wasn't cutting it. You know, they're, they're having these practices in these, these very um, hot and humid conditions and just having the plain water uh, they were running into a lot of problems because they weren't replenishing electrolytes quickly enough. No. Um, the one thing I would say about Gatorade and where it could be improved upon is that ratio I spoke about earlier, um, which, it, which I believe is a two to one ratio of glucose to fructose. I think Gatorade, if I remember correctly, is one to one. So it is, it is one to one fructose to glucose. I think, um, don't, 100 yeah, quote me on that, that I, right. might be, yep. I think that's correct though um which means it, it is again is it going to break the bank no no it's not but could if you're a high level athlete and you're looking to milk every little opportunity um correcting that ratio to a two to one um as opposed to a one to one um it again in the literature is more favorable so Take that's for what it's worth for, you know, 99.5% of everybody. Um, it's not going to make a big difference. Um, but if you are that 0.5% and, and your, your sport or your activities, your hobbies, whatever, um, if they are that intense uh, and they are requiring the elite of the elite level of uh, electrolyte replenishment, something to consider. Yeah. Yeah. So what I do, um, and I believe I've talked about it, I don't really take BCAs. Um, if I was going to recommend like a BCA supplement an amino supplement, I believe it's essential aminos. Uh, that's the species brand, but essential uh, EAAs and BCAAs are two different things. So EAAs are something that's nat not naturally produced by the body. BCAs are. Um, and one thing about BCAs and Austin and I really don't take them is, you know, you have these three branch chains that you're constantly drinking so you have an abundance of those, but you don't have any of the other ones. So it's, it's, it's not the ratio there is not good. So if you're going to take, um, I will have to do a little more research on the aminos from species. Um, I believe it's EAAs and they taste good. Um, I know that, 
Um, but when it comes to drinking water, what I do is I just take flavor packets like Weiler's uh, sugar-free lemonade, drink that. Um, I get uh, Gatorade Zero, Gatorade Zero packets um, come in like boxes of 10 and they're like $1.50. I'll get like three to five of those. Um, and I'm just drinking literally all day. I'm drinking water bottles that are usually flavored um, because that's one thing about flavored water is it tastes better than just regular water. So it's easier. Anytime I take my pills, I, my vitamins, I take, I counted them today. I take about 30 pills a day and that's vitamins, essential aminos, joint, everything. I usually take that with flavored water because it's just easier to get down. Um, so that's what I do for electrolyte. Um, Austin, before we get off here, um, Pedialyte and creatine, I think, because the science of creatine is it helps you retain water. Um, so creatine, I think, is good to take as long as you're drinking enough water. I've known plenty of people who were professional college students who were taking creatine to get big, and then they were drinking every night, and they were getting kidney stones because they're not hydrated. Um, so I think creatine is important, and would you say Pedialyte is also a good option for a hyd like a hydration drink? Yeah, yeah, P Pedialyte's fair game as well. I didn't even think of that one. That used to be the uh, the anti-alcohol um, electrolyte uh, drink of choice. Um, yeah, that's that's a solid one as well. And and just one one touch on the um, the BCAA EAA stuff. All BCAAs are EAAs, but they are not all of the EAAs. Right. So, right. So, right. Correct. So, so your BCAAs are um, leucine, isoleucine, and valine. Mm -hmm. um, all of your EEAs are those three plus, I th think, five others. I think. Yeah, I, it's it's a pretty pretty big list. Um, yeah, and and like I said, my general rule of thumb with that is if you're gonna drink amino acids, um, as often as you can, and this may not be. Um, perfect all the time just have a, a complete protein source um on a, it, it is if you look at digestibility and, and absorption and all this kind of stuff across the board if you have the complete protein source um it just tends to do a bit more as far as muscle protein synthesis stimulation um and these types of things if you cannot or let's say you have a flavor that doesn't mix well with like a flavored water um then if you have if you have to choose if you want one or the other go with EAAs versus BCAAs. They, they will provide more of a benefit, albeit small, but more. Um, yeah. So just wanted to touch uh, touch base there. Yeah, the whole point of that is, again, EAAs are not naturally produced by the body. Um, so that's why EAAs are, like you just said, a little more important because they have more. Um, Austin? Yeah, not necessarily more important, but more more complete more complete. Uh, again the biggest thing with bcaas is is the big one is going to be leucine because obviously that total protein number again somewhere in the neighborhood of you know maybe 25 to 30 grams is required to maximally stimulate uh, muscle protein synthesis there's a second component to that which means you also have to break the leucine threshold which is why they were popularized into bcaas containing leucine it meets that leucine threshold criteria. 
Um, but any complete protein source will uh, will meet that criteria um, and beyond anyway. Um, so your your whey, your casein, um, even your soy and your pea um, will still meet that leucine threshold. Uh, right. At least at least most of the high quality ones will. Um, so you know if, if you have the opportunity, go with the whole protein source. If for whatever reason you can't, or you're mixing with flavored water and your and your your complete protein flavor doesn't jive with that you know then uh then uh, you can you can add yeast yeah so EAAs if you um if, if you find that necessary yep, yep. um let me see here look at my notes pea protein is a good form of protein like we've talked about um one class that i took they said uh whey protein is great for post-workout uh, and casein too. Um, some proteins, um, they have casein, they have casein and whey both. Um, you know, there's tons of different brands out there. Um, honey natural, I believe, I believe it was natural honey is good for pre-workout. Um, raw honey is good for pre, uh, pre-workout. Um, that's something that I take pretty much every morning. Um, and I'll just read through the species one real quick, just because generally species is good. Um, I just like their, their products. I'm not trying to sell anybody anything, um, but it has L-leucine, uh, glycine, um, L-isoleucine, taurine, valine, alanine, aspartic acid, lysine, HCI, um, phenylalanine, theranine, uh, tyrosine and histidine and they're all fermented um so i would say that's an eaa right austin i would say if it has that much in it yeah i mean that's going to cover um you know that's going to cover your that's going to cover your amino acid uh needs is from from the amino acid profile um complete amino acid profile um should be in good shape um as far as that's concerned so yeah and like like you said there, there's plenty of good brands out there uh you know uh, market mark can vouch for species i've never i've never tried personally um there's some other big brands out there you know optim nutrition's fine dimatize is fine um ghost is fine it, it's a little expensive but um you know yeah. it, it's fine if you like it if you you know if you like if you like the flavor and and you can afford it you know by all means that's you know get what you want at the, at the end of the day it's it's you know you're the consumer and and you can you can you know spend your money however however you wish um but to say that one brand is like light years better than another brand, it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, the, the, the product is the product. Um, the only thing you really want to make sure, um, and, and I would recommend this for, for most folks, especially athletes, third-party tested, uh, good idea. And then just make sure that whatever um, supplement um, you're purchasing, make sure it is clinically dosed at the dosage that has been shown in the literature to elicit the effect that you're looking at, um, you know, don't get, don't get swindled into some underdose stuff. That's just not, not going to do, um, what, what you, it's not going to give you the benefit that you're looking for. Um, right. so just make sure that you're getting from a, a reputable brand. Um, and, and you should be, you should be a, okay. I'll say too, um, you want to avoid what, you know, what Austin just said. I think it's pretty typical, uh, pretty, I would say typical for people that do take supplements that you generally avoid Walmart. 
um, when it comes to buying like BCAs and stuff. Awesome. Would you agree? Because, you know, it, it seems, especially with their vitamins, man, it's just not a very good source um, for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, I guess it really depends. I, I mean, if you're just, if you're just looking to pick up like a multivite or something and you're going there and you're getting like whatever this spring Valley multivite, like, you're probably fine. Um, multivitamins are, are somewhat standardized across supplement companies. Um, so it's not the, not the biggest deal. I think, I, I think I take the, um, what is it like the, the one a day men's like Vita gummy or something, um, you know, pretty, pretty standard, pretty typical. Yeah. Um, generally speaking, if you're, if you're going to get something like supplements that I've gotten from, from Walmart would be my multivitamin, um, melatonin i every now and again if i'm having issues with sleep i i take five milligrams um and it usually helps me out um and then you can get like you can get an omega-3 uh, that's fine you don't need to get it from walmart you can just you know get it from a different a different manufacturer from amazon or whomever you know whomever you you've done your due diligence on and and you know provide they provide a good product and and all that kind of stuff um that's fine. Uh, and just make sure that you're also buying. And, and again, this is where a little bit of research is important. Um, make sure you're buying the, um, the bioavailable version of these vitamins. Like we're talking about vitamin D. Uh, we're talking specifically D3, not D2. Right. Why? Because D3 is much more bioavailable. You will absorb and utilize more of it. Um, that's important. So um, just double check uh, those things. And, um, you know, happy supplement shopping you should should be in good shape yep yeah and i um i take last thing here i take the v mineralized and it's actually 10 pills i take five in the morning and five at night they their claim is their claim to fame and i'm not saying they're wrong but it's impossible to get all the vitamins in the one pill um because before that i was taking one a day gnc so that's why they have you take 10 pills because all the vitamins are in those 10 pills. What do you think about that, Austin? Um, so a couple of things, and, and I'll just keep it very general. I don't specifically know what those dosages are for, for the supplement that you're speaking to. Um, if you're having large dosages beyond um, clinically relevant, um, levels of, let's say water soluble vitamins. You're peeing an awful lot of those out. Um, yeah. So obviously probably not the best use of, of your, of your time or your money or this type of thing, depending, I would assume most of those are water soluble. So you can clear those very easily. Okay. Um, the fat solubles. So we have vitamin A, D, E, and K, which are your fat solubles. Uh, those do not clear as easily because they are, they're fat soluble, which means they're stored in body fat. There have been instances where rapid fat loss can lead to some potential toxicity issues um, with rapid release of fat soluble vitamins that are being held in that stored body fat. Um, again, it's a very rare thing. It doesn't really happen all that often. Um, but it's, it's something to be concerned of, um, depending on what the dosages are. Now, the one thing where eating your normal diet is, um, superior is it's not going to 
you're probably never going to be able to eat enough fat soluble vitamins to run into that problem just from having your whole foods. Yeah. The, the supplement side is where you might run into a problem, especially if you abuse the serving size of the supplement. If you are drastically over consuming the supplement because it's already very concentrated, um, you know, you might run into a problem or you might just be having particularly expensive urine. Um, so that's kind of my take on that. Again, I don't know what those numbers are. Um, yeah. Their numbers, they very well could be completely fine. Yep. Um, but just, uh, just something to consider, um, you know, generally when, when you're doing that, it, it's like anything else. It is, it is an enhancement tool to your diet. Um, and just like anything else, um, don't abuse the tool. Yep. Yep. And last thing, Austin at the beginning mentioned, uh, your urine color. After I take this, my urine is like literally like neon yellow. Um, and that's the B vitamins that I am excreting so yep yeah um yep and that's one thing with vitamins is they're cleaning you out and whatever it doesn't use it's going to excrete so yep but austin i think we've covered everything man we got a lot of information out in that short amount of time so yeah i think uh i think we're uh we're good to go uh for those of you that um well you'll probably see the timestamp on the on the the podcast or the youtube video here but it is uh March one, so we are we are at eight fifty four p.m. here Eastern time. So we are looking forward to getting on to checking out the State of the Union. Hopefully, uh, some of you are as well to see what the heck's going on with uh, the United States, the world, the the whole deal, um, and all that good stuff. So uh, I guess we'll throw on the uh, the old safety belts and see uh, see where <laughs> this takes us. Yep, I'll be watching it on uh, Stephen Crowder because that's a uh, that's a comedy channel. So. Um, but yeah, man, I, uh, I think we're good here. Uh, we just wanted to get you guys some information on that, uh, in relation to hydration and the importance of it and different sources of it, because as I just found out, there's about 21 years of experience between Austin and I, and we're both 20, 28, 29. So we're both pretty young. So that's a lot of experience to have between two people that are our age. Cause I think we're young. So, uh, yeah, Austin, um, I appreciate you joining me, man. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, thank, thank you guys for tuning in. I learned something new. Um, if you did, or if you have any questions, uh, again, please uh, feel free to send them down there in the comments. Uh, yep. We'll uh, do our best to cover them and, and all that good stuff and be interactive with, uh, with the viewers. So, uh, you know, I guess we'll, we'll give that professional YouTube disclaimer uh, for those following on YouTube. Uh, ring those bells for notifications on when the new episodes go live. Uh, yep. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, feel free to comment down below. Feel free to like. Uh, we appreciate it. Helps us out with the algorithm. Um, thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, and we'll see you next time. All right, guys. See you next time. Thanks.